Today, answers matter more than ever before. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage customer questions with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to work for any industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Welcome in. It is the Anita Marks Show here on 98.7 ESPN on this uh, beautiful Saturday afternoon in the city. And we welcome you in. Um, Again, I'm coming to you from uh, the living room of my apartment. And uh, so, and and I always, I I preface the show by saying that because at some point in time, uh, without a shadow of a doubt, you are going to hear barking dogs. And so we're just going to have to roll with the punches again. Sorry, not sorry. Um, this is my life. Uh, and we've got Ty who's producing the show back in the studio in New York and Kyrie who's answering the phones. And, uh, and I have a feeling that those phones are going to be lit for the next three hours because, um, you know, it, it was interesting. I, I went on a, a, a six mile run this morning with a friend of mine and, and I was, I was telling her it's so exciting when you get to host sports talk radio on a day where there's really great content and really great conversation to have. And I'm hoping that the majority of people out there, whether you're out there and maybe you've got a honeydew list and you're on your way to Walmart or target or wherever, um, your Saturday afternoon is taking you and, uh, and you feel so moved to call into the show and have some, Oh, there we go. It's our first bark. Thank you, Momo. Thank you for being the first one on 98.7 ESPN this morning. So, all right, a lot to get to, and and I'm really excited for the show because uh, we've 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 really got a a good one planned out for you. Obviously, the two hot topics heading into this weekend, and I filled in for Larry Hardesty on Thursday night, and for two straight hours from ten to midnight, phone lines were lit as well. In regard to Major League Baseball, listen, we are in uncharted territory right now, like uncharted waters. Let's be honest, like. I don't know about you. I've never gone through a pandemic, right? Like this is not since uh, 1917 that we've experienced anything like this, whether the Spanish flu, whatever the case may be. So this is uncharted territories, not territories, not not only for us personally, emotionally, um, physically, mentally, and, you know, whether it's, it's, it's work, home, whatever the case, but this is always, this is as well a learning experience and, and, what teams are, are in, in leagues and commissioners and owners and coaches and players are having to deal with. So there's no, we're kind of, we're, we're making it up as we go along and not just in sports. Like, let's be honest. Like, you know, even the scientists have no idea really uh, what to expect from COVID-19 and, and, and this virus. And so there's just, so many decisions that have to be made and in life, one thing about life that we know, right, is, um, is you're not always right. But the best thing is that when you are wrong and you find out why you're wrong and you find out why you fail, you correct it and you come back again and you try again and hopefully the second time around you get it right. Unfortunately, in this environment, uh, getting it, getting it wrong in some scenarios isn't, isn't really um something that is acceptable right now but and i just share all that just to say that you know there's no formula here for any of these leagues and any of these commissioners and any of these these players in trying to figure out how to do this 
And you want to believe, at least I want to believe, not just as a sports talk radio host, but I want to believe as a sports fan in general, that every side, whether it's player, coach, general manager, agent, owner, is doing the best they can and having as an open mind as possible to get some type of league, some type of play happening. And granted, the most important thing right now, the most important thing is player safety. Is not just play, like all of our safety. Whether you want to go outside, again, I just went on a six-mile run. Some people were wearing masks. Some people were not. Some people were smoking cigarettes outside, which really is is extremely annoying to me. That's a whole other story. Um, you know, we have decisions in life in regard to how we're going to operate moving forward and how serious you think this virus is or not. But across the board, no matter if it's a restaurant considering reopening, whether it's our school system considering reopening, whether it's our, our leagues and our, our sports trying to reconsider reopening, what it comes down to is the health and safety. That's, that's the most important thing. But it's evident that along with that, that money is just as important. And Jake Snell, pitcher for the Tampa Bay Rays, came out this week and had some very interesting things to say in regard to his pay. And pretty much roundabout, and again, this is a story that broke on on Thursday, so this is Saturday. I'm assuming if you're listening to Sports Talk Radio... You know what I'm referring to. So so Blake Snell is, is expected to make $10 million pre-coronavirus. $10 million this year. Well, now that the season is no longer a full season, it's going to be a half season, so that's 82 games, along with the fact that there's going to be no fans, therefore Major League Baseball is going to, is going to um, eliminate, they're not going to be able to, to, to uh, have the income, create the income of half of their what they're able to, to generate in regard to having fans, half of their local income is, is fans in the stands, concession sta- sales, parking, all that. That's eliminated because uh, the, the, the expectation is that there will be no fans this season. And Blake Snell came out and said that he's not willing to pay for anything. He's not willing to play for anything less than $10 million. He won't do it. Okay, that's his prerogative. But the way, and, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna play clips for you. Uh, it was on Twitch, I, I, I guess, and, and again, I'm not a big, uh, gamer. I, I don't play video games. So, but Twitch obviously is a venue for those who do and, and are avid video game players and felt comfortable in that environment and spoke extre- freely. I mean, freely. Like, his tone, um, was no dude there's no way meanwhile here here's where the here's where it really the look is bad you can sit back and you can say and and i totally listen i understand and i respect his prerogative and and his feelings that he doesn't want to pay for he doesn't want to play for anything less than what he's agreed to and that's 10 million dollars a year but the look is bad the look is bad because of the economic climate that we are in right now. Over 30 million people in the United States are unemployed. So, and of course, Bryce Harper, one of the faces of Major League Baseball, came out 
after what Jake Snell had to say, uh, to defend him and say, Jake Snell's saying exactly what a lot of us are, are thinking as well. I commend him. I back him for what he said. He said what some of us are scared to say. Well, why are you scared to say it? You're scared to say it because you know what? Optics. It's a bad look. Because over 30 million people, not since the Great Depression, have you had this many people unemployed. I mean, if you do watch any of the news channels, I mean, you've got people who are waiting in line in their cars for over five hours just for a loaf of bread. And I mean, people who have educations and have great credit and have never had to worry about being unemployed before, not to their you know, not not because of anything that they did. Because of this pandemic, they are unemployed now. And to hear a baseball player who plays, let's be honest, a kid's game. It's a kid's game. To have him come out and say, well, I'm not going to play for anything less than what I agreed to. And my contract and my salary is $10 million, So I'm not going to play for 3.5 or 3.2. Whatever it comes out to in regard to 50% less and then taxes and then whatever he has to pay to his agent. I think I want to say that the numbers came out to be 3.2. Optics doesn't sit well, doesn't sound well with the majority of the country who either are unemployed, has a significant other that's unemployed, has a sibling that is unemployed, or has a best friend that is unemployed. No bueno. Not good. So we're going to dive into that. Uh, also, Rob Manfred, the commissioner of Major League Baseball, was on CNN on Wednesday night. We've got clips from that. Uh, if Major League Baseball, let's say, let's say both sides, owners and players, MLB, MLB Players Association can't come to an agreement. Four billion dollars, a total four billion dollars will be lost. So good friend of mine, David Sampson, former president of the Miami Marlins. I've had him on the show before. He now works for CBS. Great insight. Um, now he's, uh, now he's, he's dabbing in some, uh, dabbling in some broadcasting. So he's going to be on with us. I'm going to have him on next. So we're going to dive into the conversation and then I'm going to open up the phone line. So this entire first hour is all MLB, uh, based on the potential of a season, um, how Major League Baseball might change in regard to, uh, s- certain s- stipulations that are going to be in place. Like, you know, no visiting the mound, um, players coming to the ballpark already dressed, no clubhouse, no media in the clubhouse, no chewing tobacco. No sunflower seeds. Like, how is the look and the vibe and the feel of Major League Baseball is going to change? Also, how are the divisions going to line up? And we will dive into, obviously, Jake Snell's comments and Bryce Harper backing him as well. So that will be our first hour, 800-919-3776. Our second hour, Bill Barnwell, who does an excellent job covering the NFL for ESPN, is going to join us. And I'm really excited. I just got a confirmation. Harry Carson. Uh, former Giant is going to join us. Obviously, uh, if you haven't heard, uh, there's a proposal on the table right now for an incentive to hire more minorities as head coaches and general managers in the NFL, and um, it's 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 ruffled a few feathers. And Harry Carson is uh, is one of uh, the very few uh, veteran ex players in the NFL that um, that has positioned himself in trying to help more minorities get hired in the NFL. Since uh, since he has retired, so I'm really excited to get Harry Carson on the show. That will be appointment radio at 1:30 this afternoon, and then we finally have some golf that's taking place tomorrow. You've got Ricky Fowler and Michael Wolf going up against DJ and Rory. 
um, in a two-on-two man competition. So Michael Collins, a.k.a. the Caddy, is going to be joining us at 2 o'clock. So like I said, I'm really excited for the next three hours. We've got a great show planned out for you. Phone lines will be open. I think we can have some really interesting and exciting um conversation 800-919-3776 anita marks with you on the saturday afternoon you're listening to anita marks on 98.7 espn special guest of the show is joining us now that's michael collins aka the caddy you see him all over espn uh joining us this afternoon uh to pump up get excited get crumped for some golf that's taking place tomorrow taylor made putting together a two-on-two so we got my guy ricky fowler and Michael Wolf going up against uh, DJ and Rory at Seminole Golf Club in Florida, one of the most exclusive, high-end, fancy, hotty-totty clubs and courses out there right along the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, Michael, welcome in. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Uh, like I tell people, employed and healthy, right? Like... Or I should actually, actually, I should say healthy and employed. Healthy is more important. Healthy and employed, my friend. Healthy and employed. Healthy is always number one, and then employed would be number two. So it's like, hey, I'm I'm healthy, and I don't have to go look for a new job right now, which is nice. So, yeah, and being a guy living in Florida, looking at the weather that you guys have had up there the past couple of weeks, it's like Mother Nature can't even make up her mind. It's no, it was then it was forty. Then it's snowing. Then it's seventy eight. Then it's like man. Yeah, it was eighty five. It was eighty five yesterday. Yeah, was, that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, see, Florida nice and consistent. <laughs> nice and it's just staying pretty nice. Warm. Nice, consistent, and open. Open. Yeah, so and <laughs> open. Correct. My golf course. Literally, I played. I've been playing almost through the whole thing. The clubhouse. That where I play has been closed, but um, for the members of this course, you're allowed to walk whenever you want to. And the flag sticks have been left in. They got the little swim noodle things down at the to, at the bottom of the cup, so the hole, right. the ball goes into the hole. Yeah, but it, it's where right. the, unlike the flag sticks that are pulled where the there's no hole, mm-hmm. and you just ram it at the flag stick as, as hard as possible. That won't work. So you're playing what I say is more realistic golf because you actually have to make the putts. So, but the course has stayed open for the duration, just about, which I think we were only closed maybe two or three days. Yeah, um, I've been able I've been able to get out twice uh, last week and and, and this week. Uh, great little nine hole golf course right down uh, Stone's Throw from me called Skyway. Um, so and and same thing they have the. The little the 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 floating devices that you use to the yeah what, the two tu- the tubes that you use in the pool um, swim that noodles they, yeah the swim noodles yeah. in the holes too. You know what so, though? It's amazing how much of a, a soul cleanse when we're in quarantine and everything else when you're on lockdown and you start going stir crazy. It's amazing what a soul cleanse. It is to be able to go out and just walk a golf course. For sure. You know, even it, like I don't, in times like we've been going through, I didn't, never kept score. I just wanted to get out and just walk and hit shots. You know what I mean? Just, I'm breathe, hit golf shots, walk around and just kind of take it all in and go, okay, this, this is what, step one to life. You know, that's, and it was amazing how much better after a few hours on the golf course like that, how you, how mentally you feel so much better. 
Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of like you're you're pushing the reset button each and every week when you're out there uh, because of everything that that of course we're dealing with and. Um, but let, let's 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 dive into what's happening tomorrow because not only not only is it refreshing to get out there ourselves, but I think I'm really excited to see what's going to happen tomorrow. So Taylor Made mm. is is putting together this two man skins game. It's going to be Ricky Fowler and Michael Wolf going up against Ma- DJ Matthew Wolf. I'm sorry, yeah. Matthew, Matthew Matthew Wolf and, and yeah. DJ and and Rory. Right? Like who, yeah. Who, who picked who picked who picked these teams? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who came up with this? Which I'm sure it was. Taylor made one of the things that I'm really surprised with is that they're not using carts; they're walking. So, no caddies. Each guy is going to carry his own golf bag. And that's two things there. Number one, you're not going to see the bag that you normally see on the PGA Tour because there is no way. I don't care how in shape these dudes talk about that they are. There's no way that they're carrying a tour bag because a tour bag with everything in it weighs about 35 pounds. So expect to see them with little Huckleberry Finn golf bags. Of course, that'll be tailor-made out. But um, I was shocked because the week after when we when the match between Tiger, Phil, uh, Peyton, and Tom Brady happens, they're each going to be in a cart. So it's going to be four carts. So I was, I was amazed that these guys were going to walk. Um, I know because the PGA Tour was one of the bigger um, – they have a much bigger influence on this match that's happening tomorrow. It's one of the reasons that it got approved quicker than the Tiger Phil match, and it's also why it's going first. So that part's going to be cool. I think what's going to be fun is in this one is Rory's not afraid to talk smack, and neither is Ricky, and people don't know much about Matthew Wolf. So when they see Matt out there, he is the youngest, He's like the new up-and-comer. He's got this really wild, funky swing. But he is also not afraid to start yapping just a little bit. I think the dude who might be the quietest, but if he drops something, it should be good, is DJ. Because if DJ drops something, there isn't going to be a filter. So that part, I'm really looking forward to. But DJ on the conference call said that the conference call that happened this past uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, Wednesday morning, I think it was, um, DJ hadn't touched the golf club since the Players' Championship as far as playing a golf hole. This past Sunday, last week, was the first time DJ played a golf hole since March 11th, which was the last round, the first round and last round that was played on the PGA Tour at the Players' Championship. Now, DJ did say he made a birdie on the hole, and he's been playing a lot of golf since Sunday, but it was amazing to hear someone of his stature say, nah, I hit balls a couple times on the range, but I didn't play a golf hole at all, which is wild. So it's just, this should be a fun event. It's going to be a fun event, uh, not only to watch uh, tomorrow, but also to gamble on. And uh, and Ricky Fowler... <laughs> Ricky Fowler and, and Matthew Wolf um, are the underdogs, plus 150. I'm going to tell you all the reasons why I have money on the underdogs, on Fowler and Wolf, for plus 150. And here's the biggest one. Uh, well, uh, well, let me start with this one. First of all, uh, these guys, they both went to Oklahoma State. So, right. you know, so that they've, they've, got, they've got that camaraderie going, right? They're both cowboys. Right. Right at the same time, so they weren't in school at the same time. Right, but still, I mean, you know, they're going to be sporting. They're going to be sporting orange. We know they're going to be sporting orange tomorrow. (laughs) All right, all right. Right, number two, 
and and you touched on it. These guys are not going to be allowed to have their caddies with them. And from what I understand, now I've never played Seminole before, but from what I understand, the greens are really hard to read. So two things here. Number one, Ricky has played this course the most out of all four guys. A, Ricky's played this course the most. And two, not having a caddy there to help you read them. I think that's a win-win for for Ricky. And he's got the best putter. 2002, in regard to the tournaments that these guys have played, Fowler, strokes gained on putting, ranked 49th. Rory was 92. DJ was 106. Wolf was 113. So I I just, you know, I I think... Sorry, I, 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 I would love to say that's a great reason. The only <laughs> thing I'm going to tell you that you're right on is the the teammates. Is the fact that Ricky and Matt Wolfie just that they went to Oklahoma State. The thing about the caddies, uh, number one, DJ's caddy is his brother AJ, who is not a professional caddy. So that caddy thing goes out the window and. Rory's caddy is his best friend. Also, not a professional caddy in the least bit whatsoever. So these guys are already playing and winning on the PGA Tour big events without having professional caddies because they feel for those guys and for their game, DJ especially, he benefits more from just having his brother on the bag and someone who he can talk to for five and a half hours and four and a half hours than to have a professional caddy who might not know the right thing to say or know DJ as well as his brother AJ does. So there's a reason that Rory and DJ are the favorites, and it's not necessarily because they're ranked higher in the official world golf rankings. I think because those two together, remember in match play, I I don't have to beat the field and I don't have to play perfect golf. I just got to play one hole better than you. And that's where DJ and Rory can be very dangerous. So uh, the odds for Rory and DJ are minus 186. Fowler and Wolf plus 150. Here's another thing to keep in mind. The value goes up every six holes. So holes one through six, each hole's the skins tournament. Each hole is going to be worth $50,000. Holes seven through 16, $100,000, 17, that hole alone is $200,000, and hole 18 is $500,000. So, so, so mentally, how do you think this is going to play out for these guys, Michael? Well, the thing for that is they're not playing with their own cash. So it's not like this was part of the thing last year when the match went down with Tiger and Phil that I said was going to be the problem was that these dudes should have to go to the bank or the ATM and pull cash out themselves and take a quick camera with them. Like that would be awesome. <laughs> Seeing them dudes right. get cash themselves and then everybody puts it down on the table on the first before we tee off. And now like you're going to see guys grind. So it's all about for them. It's all about pride where when it comes to one-on-one events like this, this is why I give Rory the edge. Where Rory is like funny and happy-go-lucky and all that, when it comes down to it, in crunch time, he will step on your neck. Because he, he, will, he does not want to lose at any cost whatsoever. 
you know? And so that's one of the reasons. And I think DJ has a little bit of that in him too because of growing up with AJ. So the two of them, him and his brother, went toe-to-toe at everything growing up. So you put Rory and DJ together, and all it'll take is for Rory to say one little, little, not even a dig, but just say one little thing to DJ like, yo, you're going to, like, are you giving up already on the fifth hole? Or And boom, now it's game on again. You, remember, DJ's father-in-law is Wayne Gretzky. So you want to talk about the ultimate of competitors, I look at those two going into it. Now, Matt Wolf, I got to give a lot of credit to because he's kind of going to be the odd man out in a sense because the public doesn't know as much about him. Ricky will go toe-to-toe with Rory talking smack, but if Ricky gets down and Matt's not playing all that great because he's going to be the one not used to this kind of spotlight, it's how is he going to react to it. And I give him credit because knowing him as I know him, which isn't nearly as good as the other three guys, but I still know Matt a little bit because we've hung out. This is rookie year. I still, I think at first it'll be good, but I think towards the end when you're talking about getting into the big, big money, it's easy to let that go if it ain't yours and it doesn't affect your bank account. But for Rory and DJ, it's going to be harder for them because, like, there's no way we letting these youngsters take us. There's no way because we know then what's going to happen when we get back out there with everybody. You know, I hear Rory you. I, the first just, three. I hear you. There's just no value in putting money on and Rory and DJ at minus 186. That's a lot of juice. By the I, way. That part, I completely agree with you. So yeah, it's, it's like, just look, a lot I'm, of juice. This, here's what I agree with you. I agree with you. Is it look? If I got twenty extra bucks that I'm not scared to throw out there, like yeah, I'm gonna put it on the underdogs because I'm gonna turn that a little bit harder, and I won't be mad at losing twenty dollars knowing what the odds are. So you know, like in that sense, what any kind of if I have play money, whether that be twenty bucks or two hundred bucks, that I'm it's not gonna hurt to lose. Yes, I would throw it on. Ricky and Wolf, because the thing is, if they win the first two parts of the skins, they could be really good to go in coasting. Because DJ will shut it down. Like, if you get him down early and hard enough, you will get him to shut down, and then it's two-on-one. So that's, I wouldn't be afraid to throw the money on Ricky and, and, and Wolfie, but if, uh, if you're but, telling me, like, I, it doesn't matter, then, yeah, I'm going to go on the favorite. By the way, Rory and DJ, uh, whatever they win goes to the uh, American Nurses Foundation and whatever uh, Ricky and uh, Wolfie, as Michael likes to call him, uh, whatever they win goes to the CDC Foundation. Michael, thank you so much for your time. Really do appreciate it. Enjoy this tomorrow. It's just nice that we have some like real live action um, happening uh, on, on the links. Yeah, yes, this is great. So golf and NASCAR were the last ones to leave. And who knew that they were going to be the, be the first, first ones, ones back. to like, come this back? Is awesome! I, Maybe and I, I'll be the first to admit I called it wrong. I did not believe that golf, even though this isn't the official PGA Tour event, full man field. That's still three weeks, three weeks plus away. I am more than over the moon happy to be to have been wrong with saying PGA Tour might be one of the last ones back because of how difficult this is. But 
But we'll see. That's still yet to be determined. This weekend and next weekend is going to be awesome. Michael, hopefully maybe we can get you on next Saturday to recap this and preview what's going on with Tiger and Phil, the match too, if that's cool. Yeah, that'd be real cool with me. Okay. All right. All right, my friend. So great to hear your voice as always. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Anytime. Y'all have a great weekend too. Everybody stay safe and healthy. All right. You got it. You got it. He's Michael Collins, a.k.a. The Caddy. We get back. Marvin, Paul, Marvin and Raul, I'm sorry. We will get to you. I promise. 800-919-3776. I do want to go back to um, what we were talking about with Harry Carson and the NFL and the proposal that they have presented to the NFL owners. And the NFL owners are going to discuss it via Zoom on Tuesday uh, to try to uh, improve What's going on with minority hiring in the NFL? You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.